Good day, everyone. My name is Smart. Welcome to another edition of After Church Gist. And with me today is Irinosa, Ada, Etiosa, Losa. And today we are going to be talking on a very interesting topic, which actually started yesterday because of the two-day program that we had. The theme for the program was the unseen power. power, and there was a continuation of the topic today in church. But before we continue this discussion, I would like to know how you saw today's service. Today's service was beautiful. It was wonderful. Very in the praise session. Everybody was dancing and it was just lively and the power of God was it was present. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. So Nosa, you tell us how did you enjoy today's service? <laughs> I enjoyed today's service because of the look of the choir, their vibes, the way they were dancing and moving like uh, you'll be like, is it the song I'm hearing that they are hearing that they are dancing <laughs> like this? It was just so unique, right? <laughs> yes, it was very unique and different. So, no, I I'm very pleased to hear those remarks from you all. I can also testify to that. It was it was a bomb today yeah, as yeah. well. <laughs> so we're quickly going to talk on the topic, the unseen power. When we talk about the unseen power, what do you understand by that, Sister Ada? Um, to me, the unseen power are powers that exist in the supernatural, like the spiritual. Okay. Remember, there is um, a word that says the spiritual controls the physical. Yeah. So before you, you fulfill any purpose or before you achieve anything, you would have won it or achieved it in the spiritual and then it comes into manifestation in the physical. Okay. That's why they said spiritual controls the physical. So before you get anything, before you win a battle, you would have fought that battle and win it over the spiritual realm yeah. before manifesting it in the physical. So the unseen power, the, remember there are powers, according to Colossians 1.16, yeah. there, there are powers which are seen and powers which are unseen. Same. He created them all for his own purpose. So just as we have the unseen powers of evil, we also have the unseen power of God. So it's left for the one which is operating in the life of a believer or okay. which you want to operate in your life. It means uh, it means there are powers that are unseen, something that we can't yeah. see with our physical eyes. And sometimes some things just happen and some people will be like, ah, where is this stuff coming from? Without them knowing that stuff like this has already happened, happened before, in the spiritual yes. yeah. before it came into manifestation. You said something about uh, fighting a battle, winning a battle in the spiritual. Uh, does that mean that we are going to carry cutlass? How do we get into the spirit? <laughs> no, like that? The, the, the Bible so, said in Ephesians 6 12, it said we wrestle not against flesh and, and blood, blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness which exist in high places. And now he said, put on the armor which is God's word. Yeah. So now you fight the spiritual battle with the word of God. Oh God. When you are um, spiritually sensitive, have you have you come to a notice whereby you will see at the mention of some people's name, devil tremble? Yes. If you are from their loins, you can't say, okay, my father is this. Once you hear devil hear their name, devil run away because this person has a spiritual backing. Yes. In fact, the spiritual authority is too much. Gosh, our weapons are not carnal. They yes. are mighty true God. In the pulling down, down of strongholds. Strong yeah, and casting out every imagination. Yes. Uh, wow. Okay, in that understanding, since we now know that uh, spiritual battles can only be won through the by putting on the whole armor of God yeah. through the word of God okay. and by 
prayers. Now, I would like to ask you, okay, as a believer, after knowing who you are in Christ, it means that we should recognize our superior power of God at work in us. And it is only by that recognition that we can win spiritual battles. I want to ask... Who are you in Christ as a believer? Who are you in Christ? Let me say, who are you in Christ as a believer? For me, I'm a child of God. Oh, that's nice. I'm a daughter of God. And the greater one lives inside of me. When you recognize the fact that God is working in your favor and you have the Holy Spirit to your advantage, there is no way the unseen evil powers can have any effect or negative effects in your life. First of all, recognize the fact that you are a child of God and that power that God has is, is that's walking in your life yeah. and I want to also uh, state the fact that I took, note, uh, I took note of what pastor said when he was preaching he said if you are not a child of God if you don't have the power of God in you you don't have the presence of the Holy Spirit don't bother trying to fight the devil because you are just mm-hmm. wasting your time yeah. you end up in regrets yes. just the first thing is that you should make sure that you are a child of God you are born again you recognize the fact that you have that power then you cannot begin to exercise the power and the authority you have in Christ because you can't exercise the power and authority you don't have you can't give what you don't have that's just the truth of the matter so for you to overcome and be victorious at the end of the day you have to possess the power of God wow that's great it means you have to know that you are a child of God it is in your knowing that you are a child of the almighty God that you have an edge you have an edge over Satan that's the most important thing your sonship okay no sir if someone asks you now, uh, who are you in Christ, what will you tell the person? Okay, first of all, I will first of all say that I know Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm born again. Wow. And I've been baptized and I have a spiritual backing. That's all. That's just... Yeah, any person in Christ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. I, I think just with that, with that definition for you... To be able to let the devil know who you are in Christ, you already have an edge. Like when uh, the seven sons of seven sons Skippers. of when when the demon asked them, "Who are you?" They 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 could not answer because they don't know who they are in Christ. Like. Very and the demon dead with all of them. <laughs> let's so, let's them to stupor. <laughs> okay. Uh, since we've been able to understand and answer the question of who we are in Christ, I uh, will also want us to talk about, uh, after recognizing the superior power of God at work in us, what do you think we should do next? Will we know something? You should be born again. Okay. What you should be here and the identity and the mark of God's phone. Okay, it means after recognizing the superior power of God. No, no, I mean after you've recognized that you are now a child of God, you are now born again. What what should you do? You should have the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. Okay. After recognizing that you are a child of God, you should have, have the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. By because intimacy. Yes. By having an intimacy with God. Yes, and growing the relationship. Because anybody can just be like, I'm a child of God. But the question is, do you have the Holy Spirit in you? The Holy Spirit differentiates you from others. From ad- an ordinary person saying, I'm a child of God. It means having the presence of God in you makes the difference and it gives you the superior power of God. Do you have anything to add to that? Okay. To start out? 
Yeah, just as she has said, you you have the spiritual um, leadings or guidance by God's Spirit, by having a, enough quiet time with Him, because the Holy Spirit is a, is a quiet spirit. Now, at times you might be moved to like, why not stay in a closet? I want to talk to you, but due to our hustling and then distractions everywhere, we fail to listen to the leadings of the yes. Spirit. So when you have this koinonia with Him, you have this um, intimacy with Him. He will direct your path. And more importantly, it's for you to accept him as your Lord and personal Savior. He said, he is the vine. We are the branches. Now, when we are in close communion with him, when we have this relationship and believe that Christ in me is the hope of my glory, I am a new creation, then you cannot have this intimacy with God's spirit. And by doing so, you're already experiencing and bringing forth the fruits which he wants us yeah. to do and be in life. So wow. that's just okay. It. I'll quickly say something to that. By the time you recognize who you are in Christ, you na- you now know that you have the power and authority yeah. of God in you. And and the word of God says that whatsoever thing you bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thing is set free here on earth shall be set free, free in heaven. So you now have that confidence. No devil will be able to come close to you. When they come, you bind them and said, get thee behind me, Satan. And not when you're, even, when you're doing that. I want you to do it with faith. Yes. Now, some people say, uh, when they're passing through a little challenge, hey, I bind you in Jesus' name. I bind you in Jesus' name. <laughs> but within you, you have, you have fear. fear. He said he has not given all the spirit of fear, fear yeah. but of boldness, boldness and sound mind. mind. Now, when you are casting the demons out, maybe it's a demon of barrier, barrenness, unfruitfulness, you're doing that backing with the Spirit, backing with the Word of God. For the Bible made me to understand, for the Bible says, yeah. you back it up with like your when, faith. Like exactly. when Satan came to Jesus after he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, Satan knew that what Jesus needed at that time was food. Exactly. And that's exactly what he came <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. If you be the Son of God, change these stones, stones to bread. bread. And Jesus said, it is written. I'm just trying to say is that whatever situation, whatever circumstance we find ourselves, that's always... And put it to and put the devil to shame by speaking the word of God, yeah. by affirming the word of God over our lives. And let us not forget, uh, let us be mindful of the fact that the devil has wiles and devices. Exactly. So when the devil comes with his devices and his wiles and his ways, trying to tempt you or trying to create a loophole, let us be mindful of the fact that this is a device of the devil. And and you can only be mindful when you have the Holy Spirit yes, of and God. You the word of God. And you are conscious of the word of God. That's that's okay. When you are devoted with the lifestyle of prayer, yeah. you pray. The Bible says you should pray without ceasing. Yeah. 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 yeah, in the process of you praying, you are being in a, you are being led in a process. Yes. Yes. Now the Holy Spirit is like, do this. Don't do this. And that is why you are able to be sensitive when the devil is at work. Because why? You are devoted to a lifestyle of prayer. Wow, that's great. It means the devil will not bring uh, food for you where he knows you really want (laughs) money. He's smart enough to know that this money you want to be tempted with money. So don't ever compromise your faith in God. All right, we'll go on a short break. Stay with us, please. What can separate, separate me from the love of Christ? What can stand against, stand against the perfect love life? Though the storms and ocean rise, still on him I'll keep my eyes. 
us on that short break i still remain your host for today smart and now i will quickly want to ask this question to nosa what's your advice uh, to an unbeliever or to a believer that does not know his place in christ that is being oppressed by the unseen power of the devil okay my advice to a believer that is not that's not aware that he has the power of the Holy Spirit in him is to read first of all Colossians 1 verse 16 and to be aware that there's an unseen world and there's a spiritual realm what before anything happens in the physical realm like sister that said yeah some it has already happened in the spiritual, the spiritual realm so we should wear our put on our shield of faith and we should fight the battle in Christ. Wow, that's nice. I really appreciate you for that answer. <laughs> it means uh, we should be conscious that there is a spiritual realm and we should settle those battles in the spiritual. Like, for example, now your neighbor can just walk up to you and get you offended yeah. or be using you to, to compose a song in the <laughs> compound. Instead of you to attack the neighbor physically, you should go inside your house and pray and commit everything to God. Because that neighbor that is acting like that is not is she, he or she is not herself. It's just a tool. Something yeah it's just a tool in the hand of the devil and the person does not even know. So when you commit that person to God in prayer, you see that person the behavior will change over time. Yeah. But some people will just rush and they will still be using their they will still compose their own song and let the neighbor <laughs> know that they too they can sing. So uh what do you what are your advice to people at home? Like, I want each and every one of us to to advise people listening to, to us right now. What are your advice to them? Um, firstly, to me, to an unbeliever, I would advise the surrender to Jesus. Wow. Now, Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So in him we live, move, and have our being. First of all, the unbeliever should submit surrender and give his life to christ now for a believer who has backslided or one challenges uh, or the other prompted out and he was like there is no god or why has god failed me 
I still want to advise them to still go back to their closets and remember their covenant with God. He's a God that speaks and it comes to pass. He never fails. And if he says a thing, he will bring it to establishment. They should go back, ask God for mercy and the leadings of the Spirit to lead them because the battle we are fighting is not flesh and blood. It's not a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle. And I also want to advise either of the two, believer or an unbeliever, to recognize the fact that they are unseen and they are seen powers. Now, which power do you want to exist in you? Do you want the power of evil or you want the power of God? Or you want evil spirits or you want Holy Spirit? The option is yours. Our God gave us a choice. He said this is the fruit of good and bad. Now, he has given you an option. Which of them do you want to exist in your life? So if you want the power of God to really exist in your life, you give your life to Christ, devote yourself to a lifestyle of prayer, you have uh, a, a daily devotion with him, study the word, act on faith, and then be full of hope. That's all I Oh, uh, That's great. You actually said something. I want to quickly talk on that. You said uh, for a believer who has given up based on some certain things has happened in your life that you thought uh, as a believer this is not supposed to happen i quickly want to say something like if you were if you were in jesus era and you witnessed jesus that did a lot of miracles that raised the dead made the blind to see being crucified what will you say but but god has a master plan the word of God says that, it said, if the devil are knew that killing Jesus Christ will bring salvation to the world, he would have, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have touched him. You see, that issue, that problem you, you are going through right now, or you think God has forgotten you, God has a bigger plan in disguise coming your way. Don't lose faith because of that trial. Just believe in God and something great will come out of it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. In addition to that, be sensitive and be obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Okay. In everything you do. Okay. Then my advice is just like what Sister Ada said, just give your life to Christ. Because not until you are surrendered all to Him, there's really nothing anybody can do. Yes, you may be winning some battles because God is having mercy on you, but there's a level you can't get to, and there are some things you cannot accomplish. So the best thing for you is just to give your life to Christ. That's for the unbelievers. And for believers, I would just say faith. Faith can move mountains. When you have faith, the Bible says you have faith as small as mustard seed. You can take to this mountain, go, throw, um, go throw yourself into the sea, and it will go. So just have faith in God. There's a faith to receive and there's a faith to do. Just ask God to help you build your faith. And this faith comes by hearing the, the word, word of God. God. Exactly. So, if you know you want to build your faith, just keep studying the Word of God and ask the Holy Spirit to minister and to interpret the Word of God to you. Thank you. Wow, that's great. I really appreciate you all for your time today. And for those of our viewers at home, please take our time to listen to this podcast over and over again. And trust me, the Holy Spirit will open up your eyes to see more hidden truth in this conversation. Please do wait to listen to our podcast on Anchor Transform and listen to After Church Gist as well and trade also on Anchor Transform. You can also listen to our previous messages by the pastor and other ministers of God 
on YouTube. Thank you very much. We hope to see you next Sunday.